everyone, and welcome to the Change Makers Podcast, where we chat with interesting and engaging individuals here and far about change, making change, living change in their own lives, how they've experienced unimaginable change, and innovative ways people uplift the lives of others. We chat about triumphs over tragedies, mindset matters, and how we live out our life's purpose inspirationally. So please join us to be inspired and empowered to be the change you want to see in this world. You know, we can all be change makers in our lives. Here's to the change you're about to bring forth. Welcome, um, my friend Avery Neal, um, to our podcast today, and we are going to have an, an amazing conversation. Uh, this is a podcast where we bold, we create bold lives and careers by uplifting and supporting women professionals across the globe. So welcome today, Avery. We're so glad you're here with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be a part of this. So we want to give our listeners an opportunity to get to know you a little bit, Avery, and you know how you fit into the change maker um, you know, scene as far as the work that you do. And uh, so I would appreciate if you would share with us a little bit about your background and um, what makes your heart sing professionally. Yes, so um, I am actually a psychotherapist, um, and I specialize in um, uh, depression and anxiety in women. I uh, love working with with women, and um, have have kind of devoted my career to to doing so. Um, I have worked extensively with women suffering from generalized depression and anxiety, to postpartum depression, to um, relationship difficulties. Um, recovering from um, abuse um, and uh, my overall goal is to really help to empower women to, um, to, to go on and live their best lives. I, um, I have a real passion for um, women who have, uh, well, people in general who have um, been in abusive relationships and um, wrote a book a few years ago on uh, subtly abusive relationships, the um, relationships that are unhealthy um, and that sort of tear people down or make them feel um, bad about themselves even when there's no over abuse or any obvious markers of um, mistreatment. Mm. So heartbreaking, I'm sure, isn't it? Oh, it, it absolutely can be. I, um, absolutely. Um, so um, share with us, um, what does that work look like, um, you know, in real time, the work that you do with the women? And, um, you know, how do, what is the work that you take these women through, which could be any of us, um, to help move them into a positive direction? Sure. So uh, it really varies depending on the individual, but generally speaking, I would say, um, you know, looking at a person's um, past experiences, particularly if there's been any kind of trauma and um, healing some of those older wounds that the person is still 
carrying with them um, and learning how to um, take care of oneself moving forward. Um, that's kind of the, the general idea. And, you know, it depends on the individual, um, you know, what, what we all need varies a bit. Um, however, we also have quite a bit in common and sometimes going through um, difficult experiences, we can feel a bit isolated and alone. Um, and, and I think a lot of us are relieved to hear that, um, that other people uh, may, may share and likely do share similar experiences. So um, the, the way I work with women, I, I am in private practice, um, so I work with women individually, um, but I also write and have a blog and I'm excited. I, I'm just launching um, a new uh, class or a new course on, on healthy relationships. Um, so, you know, I think this, I think, this information is important for women, women, and and all people to know, um, sort of what's what's healthy in relationships and what what's not, and um, that's not that's not something that's necessarily taught. So that's my goal. Wonderful. So, um, is it the course Healthy Love One Hundred and One, your guide to healthy love and strong partnership? Yes, that's it. Oh that's gosh. Oh my gosh. Please tell us some more about that. So it's a 10-week uh, class or, or a 10-part course, um, and each, each course has a, about a one to three-minute video and then the written content associated with it, and each, um, each class has um, homework assignment. And I've tried to make the, um, the uh, uh, lessons as if someone is in a therapy session. So um, it's very immersive, very interactive. Um, I give homework assignments um, so that even though, um, you know, we may not be in a therapy session together, um, my hope is that, is that students will be able to connect with themselves in their, um, in their journey as if we were together in, in therapy. Um, so that's that's kind of the way it's structured and um and my hope is that people are able to get um, more in touch with themselves and and what they need moving forward wow that's so powerful that's thank, so you. Powerful. thank well, you thank you thank you for all that work that you bring to us because uh there's not exactly a one um definitive guide or or um, um lesson to teach us how that's, it. Relationships. that's it you know that's the funny thing about um about relationships is you know our relationships are such a huge massive part of all of our lives and you know when something's off in one of our primary relationships we we feel it we notice it and it it greatly impacts um how we're doing and so uh because because we're not really taught what what relationships should be like and and what's okay and what's not okay and how you know how to be a good partner and what you should expect in return and all of that I find that um, that a lot of us are just um, either accepting you know mistreatment thinking oh this is just the norm or um, or perhaps we are um, uh, on, on the other end and maybe um, not being the partners that we need to be Yes. Um, well, there's just no getting around the fact that whether you're in the workplace or 
you know, you are not in the workplace, but um, you may work at home, you have children or you don't have children. I mean, you know, I, it, when I was um, doing my undergraduate work, um, I did a lot of work in communication studies. Mm -hmm. individuals for problem solving for conflict resolution for groups dynamics organizations and it was interesting to me then uh, to me then and interesting to me now that my entire career has centered around helping whatever audience of people to become more effective communicators um, yeah and, you know because as relationships i mean Clearly, you can't have relationships without communicating, and you really cannot exist without communicating at all. These most dynamic and all-encompassing um, skill sets, none of the uh, none of us were taught the healthy way to move yes. forward in these massive areas that have, you know, countless w impacts and implications in our daily lives. Absolutely. It is so true. And, and to your point, a lot of times, um, you know, working in uh, working relationships in our working environment um, uh, can be quite toxic. And then that, of course, then affects our relationships at home. It's an added major stressor in our lives. And, you know, it's hard it's hard to be our best selves if we are certainly in any type of um, abusive situation, whether that's um, emotional abuse at work or at home. Exactly. You know, so I'm just curious, how do you, you know, if, are there a couple of, you know, off maybe off the suggestions or steps that people can take, uh, which is a very broad reaching question. Um, sure. to, to just assess, you know, to, to just maybe ask themselves one or two questions if there's a little rumbling inside of us that doesn't feel quite right, you know, whether it's a boss or a spouse or a, you know, coworker relationship. Sure, sure. So um, I, I always say that the number one thing to pay attention to is how you feel in a relationship or around someone. Um, because certainly if it's a, um, if it's a subtly abusive dynamic, um, it can be very hard to, to put your finger on it. And you may know that something's wrong, but you have no sort of tangible proof for lack of a better term. Um, and, and so then you start questioning yourself, doubting yourself, that type of thing. So, um, so I would say the number one thing is pay attention to how you feel around someone um, or in a particular setting or in a particular re relationship um, because those feelings are there for a reason. They're telling you something and, um, and it's important to pay attention to that so you can, you can delve a little bit deeper and figure out you know, what's going on and, um, and, and what steps you need to take from there. Wonderful. You know, um, we're so impressed with the breadth and of uh, the body of your work and how broadly you've been um, published and International Association of Healthcare Professionals and recognized, you know, by your fellow um, psychologists uh, across the country, published in Oprah, Best Self Magazine, Pop Sugar. Wow, that, um, you know, that is daily OM of so many things. So maybe from a, a woman business owner perspective, um, you know, what has, what are a couple of things that have helped you navigate your way to the 
question and achieving some of your growth goals of, you know, obviously developing a tremendous reputation and personal brand for yourself? Oh, well, thank you. Um, well, I would say, um, uh, you know, really, I mean, my path was was one where I, um, I've always loved what I do. I've always loved working um, with women and um, have considered it an honor to get to do what I do. Um, and, and that sort of evolved into noticing, you know, some patterns emerging that I would hear over and over. And so I began to write those things down. Um, and, and as I wrote, I ended up, um, with not any particular um, idea in mind, but I ended up with a book. And so one thing just kind of led to another, led to another, led to another. And that book ended up being, um, if he's so great, why do I feel so bad? Um, and that's about uh, recognizing and, and overcoming subtle abuse. And, um, and so uh, it turns out that this is a subject that applies to so many of us. And in fact, um, uh, over 50% of Americans have been in a, a psychologically abusive relationship in their lifetime at some point. And th those are the people who report it. And those are the people who are talking about romantic relationships. So, you know, we're not even getting into the workplace. Um, so this is just a, an area that I think affects so many of us, um, as does, um, a, as do depression and anxiety. So these are just uh, areas that are of particular interest to me since they do seem to affect um, women. And I think it's important to, to talk about so that um, we can kind of help support one another through these challenges. Um, and, and also kind of have a roadmap for how to effectively navigate them. Um, so I don't know that I have any um, words of wisdom um, in terms of, oh, do this and you'll you'll be successful. Um, except for I would say um, that if you are passionate about something, if you believe in something, um, go for it because then it's not going to feel like work. It's going to resonate with you. It's it, it, like you say, it's going to make your heart sing. And, um, and I believe that you will be successful. So, um, I, I guess, I guess those are my words of wisdom. <laughs> for that one of the things that um, in all the work that I do with women professionals and those are you know we all are women we all have some of the same issues however what I have found over you know 25 plus years in working with women in male dominated professions is that you know there's a ex, there's a little place of extra special um, you go into a workplace every day and your ideas are marginalized and you know there is this implicit bias um, because um, that population you know they've taken extra steps in their educational journeys you know to be degree and certified and leaders in their own right professional services, legal services, financial services, you know, they have some of the highest rates of substance abuse, depression, divorce, suicide. I mean, this it's horrid, really. I mean, it's, it's, I, I only laugh because it sounds so ridiculous. Like, why would anybody do this? Um, but I don't, I'm just curious from your experience, 
um, do you see any contrast um, of your women patients dependent on their, um, their professional choices um, and how it may relate to some of these horrible um, situations or conditions um, in, impacting them? Absolutely. I'm, this is a great thing to talk about. Um, so I do work with, um, you know, very high functioning women. Many of, um, many of um, these women are very high powered career uh, women. And there is a lot of stress that comes along with that. And, um, and whenever we're putting ourselves in a, a stressful situation for a prolonged period of time, it takes a toll. And that can manifest in various ways, um, depending on how we choose to cope with that stress. Um, but for most of us, sort of our automatic reaction is to, or automatic um, sort of feeling is to um, become sort of overwhelmed and to try to keep up with the pace. Um, and, and then that can lead to um, uh, becoming quite anxious. Um, and then that also can um, turn to um, uh, depression as well. And this is particularly the case because at, at the core of, of both of those, both of those things um, is really a sense of helplessness. Um, when we feel powerless, when we feel stuck, if we're in a in an unhealthy environment for for a long time, um, that can even be traumatic. And so, um, and so, when we have these feelings of powerlessness or helplessness for a long time, that can become um, uh, very uh, disabling. And so, we turn to whatever we can to try to cope with cope with that and cope with those feelings. And unfortunately, sometimes those, those coping mechanisms um, are unhealthy. And so um, I think it's really, really important to evaluate um, one's career and, and life overall to figure out um, you know, is there, is there anything that's causing stress, the, the amount of stress or trauma um, to, to put put yourself in a position where you could get to that point where you're questioning your life, you're questioning your sanity, you're questioning your reality, you're um, not wanting to live your life or, or to get up in the morning. Um, you know, these are, these are major red flags that something is wrong and, and that a change is necessary. Did I lose you? Can you hear me? Okay, now I can hear you. Gotcha. Could you hear me? Could yes. you hear me? Yes, we're fine. Um, okay. So I was just going to say I've seen it way too many times um, that um, the workplace um, it ends up having a tremendously negative, um, depressive um, effect on. Um, I'm just going to say high, high achieving, high powered women. Um, yeah. And you know, and that, that sense of hopelessness that comes from that, that emanates from that. However, in the work I've done with these women, um, they feel like they don't have a way out, that they're yes. trapped. Yes. And one of the things that, you know, I'm not a psychotherapist. Uh, I've worked with psychotherapists in my work with these women in various capacities um, in training programs. But I, for the for our listeners, I would love for you to contrast, if you could, 
um, you know, what does stress look like compared to what does trauma, you know, if they're, they don't, probably don't even realize that they're being traumatized in some of these, um, you know, in some of these workplace situations. Sure, sure. And absolutely, you know, uh, uh, a lot of times we think of trauma as uh, like a particularly traumatic event that happens um, and it's life-threatening and, um, you know, we may develop um, post-traumatic stress uh, as a result. But trauma can actually be um, less acute and just chronic. Uh, uh, and over, over that long period of time, um, we, we basically do our best to uh, adjust to, to our conditions, but it doesn't mean that we're thriving. And so it, it, particularly if it's causing us to um, uh, you know, kind of develop some of these unhealthy um, patterns, whether they're just um, internal, um, our internal thought process, or whether it's actually um, destructive coping behaviors. Um, a lot of times, a lot of times we're not even realizing the effect that a particularly stressful situation is having on us. We just know that um, that we don't like it. But it is important to pay attention to how stressful it is and how much we're offsetting that stress with positive things in our lives. Because, you know, we can, we can get through, through stress short term um, if, we, if we kind of take care of ourselves after the fact and, and recover from it. But a lot of us find ourselves in a situation where we are actually in this, this stressful state for a really, really prolonged period of time and we're not giving ourselves the space to recover from it. And, and to your point, we may not feel like there's an alternative, um, but there are ways, even if you can't necessarily change your situation, um, your external situation immediately, there are things that you can do um, sort of internally to help yourself get through that stress that are, that are healthy and not destructive. Yes, yes, um, and thank you for that. And so let's, um, given the name of our, um, our company and our podcast, Change Makers, let's talk about change making for a moment because we all are in a constant state of change, hopefully change being growth and forward movement. Um, and I'm curious, what is this like in your world and in the work that you do with your patients? Sure. Well, um, change is occurring all of the time. Um, in fact, I even, I even read a quote the other day somewhere that said, uh, the only thing certain in life is that there's change. <laughs> Correct. So, so yes, that's, that's inevitable. And so, um, you know, change can be and, and often is just a, a wonderful thing. And especially when it's, when it's um, in a positive direction. And so I'm fortunate enough to get to witness this um, really on a daily basis, um, where people are able to sort of um, uh, develop awareness around themselves and their experiences and, and they truly get to decide what they want to change um, in their lives. What's not, you know, they get to evaluate what's not working and um, uh, they can uh, evaluate and, and think about what they want to grow in their lives and what they want to nurture so that that begins to take up um, and have a bigger presence in their lives. Um, and so that's something that um, is really one of the most remarkable things I think about the human experience is, is this ability to grow and evolve 
um, in, in really sort of almost any direction we choose. Right. Well, one of the things that um, I've long been very aware of um, is many people's resistance to change. Yes. Because we're creatures of habit. And yes. we like to do the same, you know, the same thing. That's not to say to the exclusion of everything else. Um, but I purposely named the company and the podcast Change Makers because um, I believe in growth constantly. And I want it to attract, I do want to attract to have a similar viewpoint and align their values with that. But maybe if you could comment a moment on, um, you know, what happens to us when we're confronted with change in any aspects of our lives, you know, whether it's how we respond, neuro, you know, neurologically or, you know, why are we so resistant to change? Sure. Well, change is uncomfortable, right? It's, it's the unknown. Um, and particularly, I think that um, we feel discomfort when we sort of know that a change is inevitable or that it needs to occur, but we're feeling apprehensive of all the steps that we need to take to get there. So, so for instance, if we know we're in an unhealthy working environment or a toxic working environment, we know that we need to leave. Um, but we just don't want to go through all the steps to um, to do that, or we're worried about the unknown. Uh, what am I going to do after this um, type of thing? Then, then we may hesitate or or delay a change um, out of fear. So, so, and this is true too. Uh, if if we find ourselves in any kind of relationship that we know is not working for whatever reason, um, it's not so easy, and it's certainly not comfortable to to you know lean in toward that discomfort and and make it happen anyway. So, so I think that a lot of us experience um, discomfort when it comes to change, and that that um, prevents many of us from from actually making the changes that we know would be good and healthy. Um, that being said, staying stuck, staying in one place um, and, and avoiding the change at all costs um, is often much more destructive. Um, and, the ch and, and then they're, they're, um, the change that occurs from that is not necessarily a positive one and often um, some sort of change results and it's just inevitable. It's just not necessarily the one that we are um, wanting or the one that we would otherwise consciously choose. So, so I think it's far more important to feel like we're in the driver's seat and that we're, we are um, going after the change that we want and not just um, sort of, uh, we're not sort of helpless to whatever change happens to us. Awesome. That's wonderful advice. Um, so I'm just curious, and I, would I know our listeners would love to hear um, and learn more about what is your why in the work that you do? Uh, what do you do to, that you find particularly enjoyable and rewarding? Sure. Um, you know, I, I would say that, that the number one thing or the number one reason why I do um, what I do is I love to connect with others. I love to connect on a real, more meaningful level. Um, I think that often uh, we all get busy with our lives and we almost live 
parallel lives. Um, and we don't stop to take the time to really make eye contact, to slow down the pace, um, to really see one another. And I am fortunate enough to get to do that um, on a daily basis. And, and it's truly an honor. Um, and, and that is why I, I do what I do. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so I'm curious if you could give your younger self one piece of professional advice, mm -hmm. what would that be? Probably to have more uh, confidence in myself. You know, I, I am shy. And so, um, you know, it's easy for me to um, uh, say sort of tucked in the back corner and observe everything going, going on around me uh, than it is to actually step up and, and uh, speak up. Um, and so I think uh, if I could speak to my younger self, I would probably say, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and have fun, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, this is fa fabulous. Uh, well, this has been wonderful, Avery. Uh, I want to give our listeners uh, a way to be able to connect with you directly. Um, so if you would, uh, what is you know, the best way for our listeners to uh, reach out to you? Sure. So um, the best way to find me is to go to my website at um, Avery, A-V-E-R-Y, Neal, N is in November, E-A-L, um, AveryNeal.com. And uh, you can sign up for my um, email list and uh, it'll have updates and information on uh, articles, courses, um, uh, videos, podcasts, all of that type of thing. Awesome. And um, so is there anything else that you would that, you know, the, our listeners are um, high achieving uh, women professionals um, should know about you or, or anything that you do or anything additional that you'd like to share? Um, you know, I, I think that um, I think that it's it's particularly important, I guess, to um, be kind to yourself and to have some compassion for yourself and um, and what you're going through. You know, it's it's easy, especially when we're sort of high powered or um, uh, success driven um, individuals, to um, be particularly critical critical of ourselves. And so, um, I guess, what I would like to just say is. Um, that it's important to um, to try to be a bit more kind to ourselves, um, and so that's important to keep in mind. And in terms of connecting with me, yeah, I shared through the website, and um, I'm I'm creating new course content um, all the time. So um, so if this resonates with anybody and you want to connect, I would love to hear from you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Avery Neal. We look forward to your new book. Um, has, it, has it just come out? Or I'm sorry, the new course? Has it been just uh, the new out? course is actually going to be released next week. So I'm very oh, excited. Wow. Yeah. Woohoo. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, this concludes another episode of our Change Pakers podcast. And in the interim, um, for our next episode, we encourage all of our listeners everywhere to be the change you want to see. Thank you again. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.